This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Voy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Iruta here from Digital Marketing Fastlane. I'm joined with Eric Philippou. We have a really good episode planned out for today. Today we're going to do a brand review of Dr. Squatch. This is going to be a brand that you've probably seen on Facebook a lot. They have great ads, they have a great website, and then Eric and I are going to break down sort of um, everything that they're doing right and you know what we think is going to be helpful for other brands as well. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. One thing actually real quick, I would like to just a little heads up. Does anything look different, uh, Kevin, about this uh, slideshow compared to other uh, presentations we've done in the past? Yeah, it's our new branding, our new branding deck too. It's nice. Yeah, so Void Media has uh, really ramped up this really cool branding. Uh, they really knocked it out of the park. And yep. you're going to see, I mean, you're probably impressed just looking at this, assuming you're watching on YouTube. I love it. Uh, I personally love it. I love the new fonts that we did too. So it's nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let's get into this. Um, so why Dr. Squatch wins in D2C? First, they're ad creatives. They have an absurd amount of creative tests, uh, angle tests. Their website optimization hits a lot of really good consumer psychology points and it flows very clearly. Their email marketing is very good. We signed up to their email marketing about, I think, two or three weeks ago. And that was pretty cool. We get a lot of, I think we got a few emails every day. We're going to go into more detail about this and all the other points I'm talking about. Their quiz funnel is interesting. They do a quiz funnel, uh, a really good way to do a quiz funnel. And you're going to see that. And then their branding, they, that's a really important point that we want to, that you'll just notice throughout the entire, every part of their marketing, how they approach their branding and uh, their messaging. So that's going to be really important. So first thing we're going to go into is ad creatives. Things I want to highlight about their ad creatives, like I said earlier, um, first of all, the volume and the variety, you're going to notice immediately. I'm going to go to their ads library right here. I have it open up here. 330 results. That's very high when you type in a brand's results in ads library. Basically, they have so many ad creatives. They're doing a lot of volume and variety. Uh, another thing we talked about is so many marketing angles and creative styles. They're doing a lot of that, but also another thing that we're also going to talk about and highlight as we go through their ads library real quick is controversy. They lean into controversy. They have extreme ads. They have that because that viral video vibe to them. Yeah. So and, we're going to look into that too. What I think they do well here, Eric, at the controversy is it's very interesting because they do a good job here and they're one of the actual, they're an actual brand that actually uses controversy. And it's interesting because we talked to a lot of brand owners and when we showed them like, Hey, look at this brand doing this they're like, oh my God, it's such a good idea. But then when it comes to execution of it, they get very hesitant. And it's very interesting to sort of see that where people look up to these brands like Dr. Squatch because they're like, oh my God, they're doing everything right. But then when you go to them and they're like, we're like, hey, we should do something like that. They're like, no. I'm just like, like it's like, what's mm -hmm. going on then, right? You see how like there's a disconnect somewhere. So yeah, I think, absolutely. I, I think Dr. Squatch is sort of like anything, they're willing to take risk. And this is why people are talking about them where they're actually executing it where other people are just talking about it and, and then just looking at them as like, Oh, they're really cool. I wish I could do that. You can do that. There's no one stopping you. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It just takes a little creativity and honestly to think of the ways to add this controversy to your ads. We're going to talk about it in a second. It's actually very fun. It's a very fun mm -hmm. team meeting we have. So something we like to do whenever we look at an ads library, especially with one with so much volume like this is go ahead and sort by impressions high to low. This tells you which ones have been running the, I guess the longest or getting the most ad spend that can give you an idea real quick of which ones are the best performing, assuming that they're scaling the best ads. Um, I think this, that, that trick is really, Eric, only useful when a company has like a ton of creatives. When a company has yeah. five ads, it's almost pointless because like they're just probably testing, yeah. Yeah, obviously you're gonna wanna do it here because I, I would be scrolling for 15 yeah. minutes just to get to this February 7th, you know? Yeah. But also it just, the, it just tells you which ones that, like the ads here, they probably have, a, you have a lot more confidence in their performance if you wanna mimic ad styles because they've been running it for so long with so much volume, you know, they're testing a lot. So if this lasts more than, if you have an ad lasting more than a few weeks on with this much testing volume, you can take this style to the bank. So, yeah, yep, exactly. It, it's only really useful when a, when a, a brand has a ton of ads. Um, like I said, yeah. if it's like less than 10, they're probably testing and it's unless like they're really scaling one creative, but we, as we've known now that like that only lasts for a few months. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and play this one. Uh, you stop rubbing down. Hold on. Sorry about that technical difficulties with Boy Media. It's fine. Alright, so this is a good, uh, what would you call this, like a deep positioning style? They're depositioning their brand from yep. most other soaps. And what I like about here, they're, they're, yeah, they're depositioning themselves. And also what they're doing a good job of is if you look at this, they're showing other brands. Um, mm -hmm. It's comparison ad to other competitors. And I think that's a great sort of thing to do. It's an ad that I think we recommend to everybody to do as well. But a lot of brands get scared. Like, oh my God, I don't want to show my competitor. But like, they're doing it, so... Yeah, if you notice, actually, they, they actually just put generic labels on iconic competitors. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so a, they're making bottle. it very obvious who it is, yeah. right? Like, this is Dove, right? That's, that's actually a very clever way to yeah. go about that. I mean, you if, know, you, if, you, if you really think about it, this is just uh, that competitor's bottle with the label taken off. Yeah. In I fact, mean, that's really what it is. That's yeah. really what it is, yeah. yeah. In fact, I think it's uh, not even... I think this looks like a video effect. Like it's probably is like a video editing. editing on top, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Dove, it's... What is that Irish one? one? Irish one. What's that Irish yeah. one? Yeah. I don't know. You get what it is. Yeah. But yeah, basically the way they knock it out. So a couple of things here that you're going to notice when you're looking at their ads is first of all, this actor, like he's like a famous advertising commercial actor. Is he? And I, I know that. I think he broke through with the Dr. Squatch. I've seen him in a few other brands ads and he's just a funny guy for these like men's products and does these exciting things. It's kind of like the old spice guy throwing stuff. You're a man. You're not a dish, that kind of stuff. Yep. It's just funny. It's exciting. I'd be interested to see what the average video watch time on this video is. If they're running it for a long time, I imagine it's, uh, it's pretty good. So obviously I like the headline, get dirty, stay clean. And then it has the little hand going to the next step, basically the call to action in the headline. Then they have hundred percent money back guarantee. Very yeah, short. Ad copy. Very One short. I copy. The thing is the video is good here. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically this is, this is probably like a top of the funnel ad, right? 
Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you, is there any like UTM stuff here? You, there isn't. Uh, no, nothing on the bottom of my screen. Yeah. But then if you look at the second one, this definitely looks like a retargeting ad. Mm-hmm. So this is probably like a long middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel ad that they're running. It's just very, the copy you can tell, try it. It's just product images. So this reminds me of like a middle of the funnel type of campaign that they've been running. Mm-hmm. And then if, obviously if you look at the third one, is your, is your soap balls friendly, friendly? That's definitely yeah. a top of the funnel ad. So we can talk about this one too. Yeah. So let's go ahead and look at this. I'm going to go ahead and play this. So that is obviously a very, so yeah. right there. Yep. I really like this one, two, three that they have on top. This looks like a YouTube reviewer. Pine tar, a try. Oh, wow. I can feel the sand. It's like a gentle sandpaper scraping away the dead skin. The exfoliation feels great on my beard. It's not dragon. Your skin is so soft. I've never smelled a soap like this. After using Dr. Scotch, my skin feels hydrated. This, this video is good. It's definitely a scripted video because a lot of the words that they're saying on here are words that normal people wouldn't say. And just like Absolutely, the angle. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're making it very UGC like, which is great. Mm-hmm. But also, what's good about this video is this first hook here. Yeah, right? it gets you. <laughs> yeah, it's like we said before. It's previous. Like if you look at our Noom video, our other video, it's this mm-hmm. first hook that really gets you. And I think this is where that controversy part lies. And then everything else is just a regular ad, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, and just look at this. What I love about this is, and this is gonna be something we're talking about, is this brand's ability to take risks. Like, how many brand owners do you know, Kevin? That if we, if we showed them this, like, is oh, your yeah. whatever balls friendly and you showed them like two grapes that we have to get squished. How many of them would tell you not only to like, they freak out if you showed them, they this. would freak out. Uh, yeah, of course they would freak out, but then they would look at an ad by Dr. Squatch and be like, Whoa, this company is so crazy. Amazing. And then, why is Dr. Squatch beating us? Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, why are they beating us? I'm just like, well, it's obvious that they take risk and you don't, it's mm-hmm. like any business in general, you got to take risk, but they aren't really, they aren't. And then they're looking at other brands. Like, I mean, look at brands like Uber, right? If you ever, I was just, I was just reading the book about Uber. So when they were going to Portland to sort of, um, um, what you call it, uh, launch their, their cab, their Uber cab, right? What they mm-hmm. made in their app was something called Grayball, where they would blacklist all the politicians in the city. That way they couldn't request an Uber cab because Uber was illegal there at that time. And then they didn't want to get caught finding <laughs> the Ubers. See, so companies like Uber that you look up to, they take risks because they know that this is what's needed to, to win and execute in that that city. Wow. So, so basically Portland never figure out, figured out why their politicians or people with like, uh, you know, authority essentially like that, like MTA or whatever, couldn't ever get an Uber until like a year ago when um, New York times reported that Uber had this code in the app that they were actually finding out all the top like politicians in, in like Portland, for example, and then adding their email to like a database and saying this person can never get an Uber cab. They would just get like a fake Uber app that would show cars, but they can never request it. Mm-hmm. So it's risks like that. Like, how do you think outside the box? And a lot of owners that we work with look at brands like Dr. Squatch and say, oh, wow, these guys are so out of the box thinking. But like, you can do that too. You're just, it's just yourself that's stopping it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And even this video, even throughout the rest of the video, there's, this is something we see in the men's grooming section too, because also we have clients in the men's grooming section, men's grooming um, niche. And you know, it's like 50, 50% gender. Like, like a lot of women are buying these for their men. Yep. So basically I mean, they show the couple that's like the persona and even look, Oh, do you want to get in here? Remember that part? 
Like, like that's a hugely controversial part. And this is something like it's, you know, that's something that, you know, obviously a lot of these, uh, a lot of brand owners, a lot of advertisers would be, you know, that they'd be hesitant to do something like that in an ad, but you know, it's, you know, you want to show in an extreme way. You want that controversy there. People are going to remember this ad more than, you know, any other soap ad they get. Yeah. And another good example is, is Netflix. So when Netflix was, I was reading the book about Netflix is Netflix is when Netflix was first starting out, this was a time when Bill Clinton was president. Right. And then they had the Monica Lewinsky trial. So oh, really, I didn't know yeah. That. So Netflix at that time, they needed to do some sort of PR stunt or something to get attention. Right. Uh-oh. So what they did was, so basically I think like the, the Congress, they released a video of, of Bill Clinton test, uh, testifying because they wanted the public to see it. So during that time, there wasn't like kind of what we have right now where everything is streamed and everything's mm-hmm. on TV. So what they did, Netflix went to a TV producer that was, that was like releasing the, basically the tapes on TV or something, essentially. And then they made copies of that the testimony. And then what they did was they put it on their Netflix website and, and said, hey, get the testimony of Bill Clinton because we think that everybody should know what happened um, mm-hmm. with your U.S. president, essentially. And mm-hmm. they were going to, so this is interesting story. The, the quick backstory is they try to put it on their website, but at that time, their website couldn't, um, couldn't give people a free product. It just wasn't built that way. So essentially, they had to charge something. So they were going to charge a penny. But then mm-hmm. one of the marketing directors was like, no, let's actually make it two cents and then use that as marketing copy as, hey, get your two cents on why the president should be impeached. And then they use that as a brand new like marketing copy. And double their AOV. Double the, basically, <laughs> it was like, it basically, anyway, this is the crazy part is they were basically used as a publicity stunt to get like on Wall Street Journal, to get on mm-hmm. like the New York Times, everything, right? And this is kind mm-hmm. of like that controversy you got to do is, do something unique, but here's the, even the different twist on it. Basically, they got the tapes, um, the DVD recordings of the Congress, but the first like few hundred customers, they actually they accidentally recorded the wrong video and sent customers a porn video instead oh, well, of the actual Congress video. That was by mistake. On purpose or by, that was actually a mistake. Yeah, that was a mistake. All and right. Yeah. So it was like, it was obviously it wasn't like on purpose, but then they made it. They basically emailed all the customers. The CEO was saying. He said like, hey, if you want a refund, just email us the video back and then we'll pay for another one. And he's like, yeah, but no one sends us the DVDs back. <laughs> yeah. so but basically like going back on like something like controversy is like sometimes you have to use something that you know, which is controversial mm-hmm. or something that's happening right now that's relevant that your company can piggyback on. And Netflix, Netflix founder literally said like, this was a way for us to get attention because like he's like, everybody knows Netflix now, but back then, Nobody knew who we were. We were just mm-hmm. a DVD company that was competing against Blockbuster. Yeah. And exactly with like a lot of these DTC brands, it's like, you're just another company. No one cares about you. Like you got to do something to stand out. And this is why people know Dr. Squatch. Yeah. And look at this. I mean, just for you saying, so, I mean, just the second row, first of all, another second best ad, looks like another variation of this ad. Um, whatever. Are, is your soap balls friendly? Um, is your ad struggling to please? So see more controversy. Yep. It looks like authority here too. Raise the volume. Oh, it's the other video that you. It's just a twist on it, right? Yeah. 
yeah, it's just another variation of that video, which is interesting. Uh, there's like a longer version. Looks like this video did well. And, or at least had that video footage, they put a little more authority up front. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, and you can tell they're going with a little more authority because um, you got the free shipping, which you know, is a trust factor. Uh, but also this quote is just a UGC quote or review quote. Whenever you see that, like when we're advertisers, we have a whole like, uh, I guess, authority angle, especially in retargeting. You know, if someone goes to your website, the two main objections are price or trust. And I looked at the prices. They're not outrageous for what they sell. But it's, so trust is probably the number one thing, especially subscription brand that's a large commitment. Uh, or anything you put on your body or in your body, like a supplement or a cosmetic or so. Trust is always the factor. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is a retargeting ad. Oh, this is actually a Canvas ad, it looks like, right? If you see the bottom of my UTM. Uh, yep, it's a Canvas ad, yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right, good for them. But um, yeah, also, yeah, they go for the trust. That's why they maybe they start the video with uh, obviously a hook. And then right here, um, you see the, you know, worth the money Esquire, nostril searing aroma, GQ, ruggedly handsome soap. Yeah, another, I guess, Dave, that's kind of funny. I don't know if that's a name of a publication or this guy named Dave. I think it's No one notices it. Anyway, it, it, it would be even funnier if it was just some random person's name. I think it's they, definitely some random person's name. That's funny. Anyway, good for them. Uh, but yeah, you see they're, they're putting humor. They're thinking. They're just like, they're having fun. Anyway, but the, these quotes, these UGC quotes are important. These logos build authority. Um, a little quote here. A lot of that builds a lot of the trust factor that is sometimes missing. And that's something that we recommend a lot of brands, especially subscription brands. We see that a lot. Uh, the top of the funnel, you explain what the product is. When they've been on your website in that middle of the funnel, they already know what you sell. It's a matter of trust. So, or sometimes price or trust. So mm -hmm. in this case, they got the 15% off. They're addressing price a little more. They're also addressing trust. So this is a really smart, either retargeting ad, but it could probably work at other parts of the funnel as well. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm thinking that's... Um... Yeah, I think it's retargeting or top of the funnel too, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what you were saying earlier, just the timeliness, I want to bring attention. Look at March 13th. What was happening on March 13th? COVID. Yeah, COVID, the toilet paper thing, right? I mean, and obviously- <laughs> Toilet people, paper thing. They're hoarding toilet paper. And, uh, you know, they're talking about washing your hands and stuff. But, you know, squatchers, or I guess their customers, they just shop online and they get a bunch of soap. So- you know, it's just a funny thing. They do memes. You know, if you scroll down a little more like this one, like your balls watching your, you grab a bar, <laughs> store-bought soap. I mean, this is hilarious. This stuff, like they're going, they're trying a lot of different styles. Like this looks like another UGC style. That sniff angle. Interesting. So we actually got pregnant when we started using it. Wow. It looks like another variation. This looks like a different variation. Does your soap suck? So yeah, it's so much variety. They're trying so many different things. And if you notice, a lot of different things are working. So these are just the, these are the top, whatever, 10, 20 ads we saw. There's a variety of the things that are scaling really well for them. Um, and that's really good for scaling in general. So what we think about scaling is, um, with scaling on Facebook ads specifically, is you want as many basically creative styles or angles to scale as possible. That's why you want to test so many different styles. In the beginning, when things aren't working, you want to test styles just to find things that are good. You iterate off them a lot. But we also put a lot of effort into finding a lot of new styles too. Because if you find a brand new style that works, or even a marketing angle within the same creative style, um, that can be very good. 
So this one, for example, this one, um, whatever angle you want to call this, the balls friendly hook or the, uh, I don't know, maybe the, the couple thing or depositioning or whatever you want to call it, the testimonial, they might try that with a different angle, like uh, the smell here. You're just saying how good the smell is, this UGC style video. See, like this is a this Enjoy is different. showering now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a slightly different marketing messaging yeah. angle, but it's the same creative style. So you can tell they're iterating, they're trying different angles, trying different styles. That's how you scale in Facebook ads is yep. the constant testing and growing. But I think the biggest thing for them is is their creativity. Absolutely. It's, this is remember, this is just soap. And Absolutely. this is why people this is what is interesting. This is just soap. What's different is the way they're marketing it. And I it kind of goes back to what we were saying before. Marketing is everything. Yeah. I mean, if you told someone, whatever, I don't know how old this brand is. Let's yeah. see. To say when it started 2012. Okay. Eight years ago, you say, Hey, we're going to start a soap brand. What, yeah. What's the first thing you say? Hey, that's kind of saturated market. Yep. Or, Hey, you know, there's some, how would you start a soap brand? But you just got to market better. A good example of this also is uh, maybe that, what's that one? Um, snow teeth whitening. They're just great marketing. And I think there's a lot of other teeth whitening and teeth brands out there. But they're just, they're in a, so they enter a saturated market, but they're just great marketers and they know how to do D2C and digital marketing better than these people who, these brands that have just been, I guess, in stores for a hundred years now. Yep. Um, it's the thing is like the difference, I think it goes back to what we were saying before. The difference is the risks that they're taking. Like Absolutely. Dove, for example, Dove, would never, Dove will never do this. Absolutely. And, and that's how, and then when you say it's a saturated market, I think they mean it's a saturated market doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. It's not that's saturated when you're unique. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's an interesting, that's a good quote, by the way, for the uh, headline of this. Uh, Let's get it. It's not saturated when you're unique. Uh, but anyways, let's do a quick scroll of their ads. That way we can have like, we can show people mm -hmm. on the video in case later on they remove some of the ads or, you know, they're testing new things, but. Yeah, quick scroll. Um, I like to do this little full page screenshot. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if people use the archive Wayback machine. I tried to use that for ads libraries. I don't think it's there. Success. Is it there? I don't know. Uh, we could start doing yeah. that. If you're someone like out there. One. Can you try, can you look at this one? Which the one? Man, the, half, the split screen, the split screen one. I've seen this one more and more. Oh, wow. The style or this yeah, ad? The style. I like this one. It's like, it's like you're literally doing two things at once and it really captures your attention. Oh, wow. This is really cool. Yeah. I like these type of ads. I've seen this more and more. Remember that, remember that ad I shared in our group by beta brand. They did this. Mm -hmm. Remember I, oh, I think yeah. I tagged you or I think I tagged Anze. I definitely know the one because I yeah. think someone's shared that in Slack too. Yeah. All right. Nice. They got the memes, you know, hating your I like, dad. Oh, hating. can you try this one? The middle one right here. Your poor balls. Oh, dry. That's a good hook. Sad. Let me see this one real quick. All natural soap. This guy probably smells like kombucha. Au contraire, my skeptical friend. Dr. Swatch is the best smelling, best feeling soap on the planet. Because I'll let you in on a little industry secret. Most name brand uh, bars same and type of thing. you rub on your Nice. And that's May 1st. Looks like they're iterating more. I think the other iteration was May 22nd or something like that. So okay, that's cool. pretty cool. Let's go nice. to the, I think. Yep. So yeah, the controversy, by the way, that controversy, that risk, that excitement, you're going to see that in the next one a lot too, the website. They have a lot of clarity in the website, a lot of credibility, which we talked about earlier. Landing page optimizations that they have that kind of goes into the credibility you'll see. And they have some things, uh, customer lifetime value. A lot of us e-commerce uh, 
geeks are going to really geek out on some of the things that they're doing. Oh, I'm actually on their quiz funnel. Let me go to their homepage. Yeah, I signed up for their quiz funnel today too. I think we got an email from them. Yeah, we did. And we we're going to see that in a minute actually. <laughs> but yeah, so this is where most of the ads link to, by the way, uh, this homepage. So right away you see, okay, Father's Day up to 40% off. That's cool. By the way, it is that Father's Day season time, depending what time uh, when you're watching this video. But look, they have a lot of hooks here. So you're, keep, you're staying engaged. Kevin, I'm not a CRO guy myself, but by any chance, I mean, the bounce rate, I imagine this helps the bounce rate. You keep them engaged on the site, just this part here with the different hooks. This looks like the top three different hooks on all of their ads combined. And they're just, it's a montage of hooks just to keep you looking at the screen. Nice. If you scroll here, you scroll down. So they have a headline, a subheadline, a call to action button, and then a hero image, hero video, really good landing page optimization here. Um, if you scroll, you see a sticky uh, CTA with mm -hmm. all things to take action on, you know, getting more down their funnel. Um, right here, you see a lot of credibility. That's really good too, because you got that, like, like I said, people leave for either price or trust most of the time. So trust, they're addressing that right now. Uh, I think they have a 15% off, you know, save 15% and subscribe. Um, so they're slightly addressing trust. Uh, I mean, price, they're slightly addressing price as well. You know, just what it is, the benefits, better smells without the chemicals collection. They show the variety of the different things, bundles. They do that really well. And then take the quiz. These are other call to actions, you know, more about the brand telling you why it really is good homepage, landing page, more trust here, 3000 verified reviews probably one of their better ads here, comments, mm -hmm. really good stuff here. What do we want to press first? Bundles, subscribe, quiz funnel. Uh, quiz funnel, we have another section for, so let's go ahead and look at something else. Yep, let's look at their uh, bundles. I think their bundles are pretty good. Yeah, bundles, and by the way, that's another good, I guess, website improvement. They have a lot of different products in general, and brands like this with a lot of products that are very low ticket item prices, you make a lot more money if you just bundle them together, especially if it just makes sense that they go together like soaps in this case. Who just buys one bar of soap, you know? Yeah. So bundles yeah. make a lot of sense here. Uh, we even worked with some brands that sold soap just individually and we had to chase them to make bundles. And uh, once they started doing that, that's when their average order value increased. That's when their ads were a lot more profitable. Nice. And they got a lot of cool bundles. Uh, I like the options. You know, just it's just easy to you click anything here. You, you know, you already select the entire thing. Some brands, it's a very small button on their website. Anything here that jumps off the page at you, Kevin? I'm trying to think right now. Uh, I'm trying to look at. No, nothing looks too crazy right now. It's just like no, it's just like uh, some of their best-selling sets. Hmm. Yeah, maybe these are different personas too. Each bundle is like a marketing persona. Almost. Yeah, I think it's like a scent. It's the scent that you're looking for. Fresh for yeah. each. I don't know. Let's just do beach bundle. Yeah. All right, we'll see that. It says level up. That's interesting. It's, another it's probably like an action. upsell. Yeah. Yeah, level up. So that's a good way to, instead of saying, it's not like a salesy tactic. You don't know what that means. It just, oh, it says feel good. I'm improving my lifestyle by having better soap, not store-bought soap. Um, it looks like some kind of upsell, level up your bundle. Free it's shipping. like you get a shampoo and conditioner and then okay. you get free shipping. All right, cool. Um, so this is something cool. And our boy, Jason, shout out to Jason. He's a really good, we were just implementing something similar for a brand we work with where you have the three options here. 
and you say you you label one to make that that makes the most sense. You have one option that's very cheap that you don't see you don't feel like you get a good as much of a benefit. You have the middle option there where you feel like you're getting benefit, but then you have one that's really really expensive, like eighty dollars, an eighty dollar upsell that's harder to get. But this one, uh, this run right in the middle, it just it makes a lot more sense to get. Um, this is a best practice we see a lot uh, in these product pages, especially these upsells. It's really good. Finish. One sec. And then you're in checkout. Nice. Add, they're using this nice little, uh, nice little upsell here. Remember, it's the it's the order bump I was telling you about before. Yeah, yeah. This is something we actually came to mind. It's a nice little. Um, they have a cart or a checkout page upsell. So, Kevin, what, what was that app? They suggested called order bump, order bump.io. Bump. Yeah. And that's probably what they're using here. Um, or and it's only similar. available for, um, Shopify plus stores. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. because of the custom, you see how it's in the checkout, it's only mm -hmm. for Shopify plus stores. So you, if you're in the basic or managed, you can't use this upsell. Oh, got it. Yeah. And anyway, this is a good upsell. Just a little $8. It's nothing. Click at it. Add to order. It's so smooth. This upsell. That's why like, if you have Shopify plus, it's really great. It's just so simple. Let's see if another upsell comes up. Sometimes you can, you can mm -hmm. do it, but um, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen other stores where there's like three to four come up, but most, okay. most of the time people just do one because you don't want to like go crazy either, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, what else? Uh, nothing else at the... Nothing, sure else, nothing here. I mean, they have ShopPay, Google Pay, and PayPal, you know, the traditional ones. PayPal is still a really big payment gateway for most people. I think some some people recommend not using it, but PayPal is huge. Like, like I love paying with PayPal. Yeah. Uh, something I want to talk about is we just, that was like three or four pages right there from the homepage to uh, the, um, the checkout page. Like you learn about the brand. So a lot of these products with a lot of different product SKUs, uh, they don't bundle enough. You would be having a lot of decision fatigue. Uh, you'd be looking around the site a lot more. The more you stay on the site, you know, the more steps you have to take, the more shopping around you have to do, the lower the conversion rate is going to be. So that's why these upsells, these bundles, they reduce decision fatigue. It's a form of guided shopping, especially on mobile, because that's the thing I just said about guided shopping, decision fatigue. It's even worse on mobile because mobile sites, people generally don't like to linger on as much. So that's something that can, so what I, another benefit of these bundles these upsells is they not only increase the average order value, they are increasing the conversion rate. And that's something mm -hmm. very important when you're thinking about bundles and upsells, you have to be doing that. Yep. Nice. Let's go yep, ahead. And, look one, at and one thing, the one thing that you saw too on that checkout page, Eric was um, if you look at the product name, it says one time. So it makes it very clear for people that this, this is not a recurring type of product. So they're not going oh, to get built again. Yeah. It's probably something that they, it's probably, a question they probably get a lot. So they added it to here or it's another way for just internally for them to know what SKUs who were ordering. Mm -hmm. So it could be both, you know? Oh yeah. Let's go ahead and look at their subscription then. So by the way, bundles, if you're an e-commerce person, you love bundles, love that average order value, love that extra conversion rate that a lot of people don't consider. But another thing that we love is subscribe, you know, bundles, subscriptions, subscribe. We love that repeat business, love that high customer lifetime value. Go ahead and hit subscribe and see what this subscription funnel is like. So right away, it goes on to one that probably has the least, the default selection is one that doesn't have as many, you know, thought into it. it this one, build your own. We see that with a lot of uh, these customization products, the conversion rates are low because 
just a lot of steps, a lot of thinking um, on the customer's end. In this case, it just says most popular. It's not even a name, it just says most popular. It's the only one they give. So we're gonna hit, hit next. Okay, hit next, yep. So more than one soap, do you wanna add something else? Um, what if I click this, nothing happens. Looks like I have to, we've selected, you gotta hit one of those. If I hit zero, this looks like a little upsell page, but, and by the way, these add-ons, a lot of people click these. We have a lot of subscription boxes that have these little add-ons or additional subscriptions, especially these one-time add-ons. A lot of people get those. Uh, so if you have oh, yeah, really the one-time ones, ones, yeah, they make sense. Yeah, they're good. Oh, yeah. And look at this. And if you're a business, look at this one, something like this, for example, it says an $18 individual value, but maybe the real cost of goods on that is, I don't know, I don't know, but a lot less than obviously. So you can do a lot of like uh, offer a free sandalwood cologne with a subscription, you know, today only. And that's perceived as like a discount or something in the customer's eyes. It's, it's actually perceived when you give them a free gift to subscribe for the base price, a lot of customers, depending on the gift, perceive it as a better deal than if they got 15% off the entire subscription, even though you technically lose less money as the business owner uh, by giving away a free product as opposed to losing 15% on the entire subscription. So that's a really good move. You could use that really well with scarcity appeals. Um, that's probably good for um, just random promotions. So here's something interesting. I don't see the upsell here again, which is whatever. They already had a couple of steps in the funnel. So this, so you see this, so you don't see it, Eric, because this is our, uh, our recharge checkout. This okay. is not the traditional Shopify checkout. Mm. So you see it, if you look at the URL to subscribe at drsquatch slash R, it's a different checkout. All right. And do you have to, and just for the listeners, do you have to um, make a subscription? You don't have to, you can sign out without logging in, creating an account, correct? Uh, yeah, you can, you can check out, you're saying, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, check out. Yeah, because that's a huge issue. We, we have some brands that, by the way, like very successful brands, great brands, but you have to create an account just to sign, just to order. And that you got to make a yeah. password, an email address. They have very strict password guidelines, which I get the reason for it, but it's just to make an order. It's not like they're signing up to make uh, some kind of like, you know, SAS account, you know what I mean? Something like that. So that impedes the conversion rate a lot. We see a lot of add to carts, but we see a low purchase rate compared to the add to carts, like maybe 10% of add to carts actually purchase. Whereas when we eliminate that factor, suddenly it's 50% of add to carts. You're going to five yeah. times more business just from that move. Yeah. So and then, and then if you really, if you really want people to check out or, or even uh, sorry, register, you can just do it at the thank you page. Mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. Uh, or, or, or what we've seen other stores do or what, we, what I've done before too is just, is just email them a temporary password after saying, hey, great, we created an account for you. Go click here to finalize and track your shipping. And like the thing is about signing up is like, it's similar to like, you need to give them an incentive to sign up for. Why do you want to sign up for? So you can say, hey, look, sign up here to easily track your orders. Here, sign up for easily refund your orders. Just make it, give them a reason why. Yeah. Um, same like anytime you do that, like, you know, save 20% off on all future orders by joining our VIP club. VIP club, a points club, something like that, that makes sense. You know, don't just yeah. tell them people to sign up or sign up because people just are not going to sign up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. The website's pretty good. It flows very well. A lot, there are very few steps that reduces yeah. a lot of decision fatigue, which otherwise they have a lot of different product SKUs, a lot of different soaps and products. Um, other brands in a similar niche, even, 
they have so many products, but they don't do this. Uh, and that's impeding them a lot. Nice. They have their Father's Day promo up already. Oh, let's go ahead and click that because these one-time promotions, this is one of the last pr real promote gift promotions until Q4. So let's take a look at this. So look at Persona, Hairy Dad, the Proud Papa. I think this is the Boozy Dad was the other, the Cool Dad. So they have a lot of different Persona, Dad Personas. Um, that's, and it's fun. It's playful. That's kind of what Father's Day is. You go out for brunch, you know, you a lot of funny gag gifts kind of. Yeah, this um, is a funny uh, creative here. Yeah, this Oops. is great. Best deal. Um, oh, nice. Every like, type of dad. So if you look at their bundles here, so this is what makes this, this promo really good for them because their bundles are actually different than their current bundles. Oh, you see that's how cool. like, so you see how some brands, they're like, oh, let's do a Father's Day promo, but it's the same exact thing with a discount. With this, it's a discount plus an additional thing, which makes it worth it. Absolutely. And that's something really good. Even if you're a current customer, you know, you would, they, they, I bet they do email marketing for yeah, this for squad sure. because uh, to their current customers, because this is much different. This is definitely, also when it's different, it has that scarcity appeal. It's not, oh, just 15% off of the thing we sell every day. It's, this is only available for Father's Day. You're not going to get this at other times of the year. There's a scarcity appeal. Nice. More gifts. These little gift guide landing pages. Yeah, these are great. The personas are very real, especially come Q4. If this, let's say there's a holiday offer, because by the way, most people watching this, their shipping deadlines for Father's Day are going to end. It's like uh, in a week. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's this, talk about the, the time this podcast goes out. How would you morph this for Q4 holiday season? How would I morph this? Yeah. Or like, like adjust this land. Let's say this landing page is converting really well and it's October. You want to start making landing pages for Black Friday or something. How would you adjust this style for Q4? Oh, I mean, the, I would say like if you, if for example, if this landing page and this sort of offer is working, I mean, just, I would just, even as simple as just change the copy to be relevant to what's going on. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. That's so sort of really, fathers. and then also like, if you know, for example, if you know that Father's Day promo is working really well, and then this is sort of, this landing page is working well, you can adjust the ads to really be kind of relevant to what this copy was. Saying, hey, we know your father loved his soap. Get some for Black Friday. Get some for the holidays, right? So still mm -hmm. using the previous holidays, which is Father's Day, with the current promotion, right? Christmas mm -hmm. time or something like that, right? Saying, hey, we know your father loved it earlier this year. Get him another set for the Christmas time. Yeah, that's a great way to do that. Um, you also probably ran out. You want them to subscribe, uh, you know, stuff like that. But another thing is like you can do gift personas, like the perfect gift for every guy in your life. And it could be uh, instead of the boozy dad, the hairy dad, it could be the brother, the father, the brother-in-law, your coworker, something like that. Uh, the coworker you have to sit next to every day and smells bad, you know, get like a joke. Like, like you can add, they would add some humor to that. I imagine the personas are a very important part here. And that plays a huge role in Q4 gifting. Yeah, this would be really good for Q4. All right, nice. Cool. Well, want to look at their email? Or yeah. you actually look at their quiz funnel. Yeah, their quiz funnel like, is very quick. And, like, and that's actually yeah. one of the benefits of it. Let me talk about the main. Yeah, it's, the personalization is good. Especially these long-term subscriptions. It's engaging, it's brief, and it's multiple choice. You'll see what that all means. Yeah, uh, this is a nice quiz funnel. They were doing this for a long time. So. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. And look at this. They have GIFs or GIFs or whatever you want to call them. You start the quiz. It's kind of funny. And look at this. What do you like to smell? Look, it's a gif of The Rock uh, doing this. How many brands we work with who are very up there? Not we work with, but like 
Yeah, I guess brands we work with, brands we see, to people we talk to, you know, they wouldn't want this kind of gif on their website. Maybe it's not their branding. Maybe it's not like, uh, but you know, they're very flexible here. But yeah, we hit, go ahead, musky or something. Mm -hmm. How much exfoliation do you like? It's like power washing a car. Yeah. Cool. Max. If you saw Squatch in the Woods, you would. Snap a selfie. Give them your sandwich. What a length hair. I mean, this is hilarious. It's very good, but it keeps you engaged. You just have to do one click. You don't have to enter information. Uh, you don't have to do a drop down. How do you like to get away? Uh, whatever. Let's just click this one. Pick your poison. I'm a bourbon guy. Get it. It's a bourbon <laughs> tonight, Eric. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, I'm using a body wash. All right, get All my right. email. And then we put our email. And actually, we actually did that. Yep. So this might be a good segue into the email discussions. But yeah, I mean, if you saw that, it's multiple choice. Um, it's brief. The personalization is important because when you're doing these long-term subscriptions, you want them to really love it. It's going to help retention. It's going to help customer lifetime value. The more they like it, the more months they're subscribed to you. The more months they're subscribed to you, the more money you're making. Cool. Let's look at the 1142 one. Uh, go up. Oh, yeah. That's this one. Yep, the, the personalized quiz. Okay, so 20% off. Here's your unique code. Could be unique, I don't know. Oh. So if they click it anyway. If uh, they're using Clavio too. See, oh. welcome flow quiz. Nice. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably personalized a bit. Yeah, I think it's like a package. Thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna go through the whole quiz funnel again, but I trust that they give you 20% off. Yeah, they probably yeah. do for sure. Right. Okay, cool. Let's look at the rest of the emails because we have like 10 minutes left of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So this is the, we subscribed to their emails a few weeks ago just for the purpose of this podcast. I like the first one. If you go to the May 25th one, they had like a mystery coupon thing and I really like this one. So you get like a mystery deal. Yeah, a little mystique there. Oh, mystery. Um, but, but that's the same code as your uh, quiz funnel code. Ah, see? That? So that's a good trade. It's, a good, it's probably the same image they send everyone. It's probably the same image. You know what? I'm not mad about that either. Because what, what's going to happen? You know, the, it, you can't highlight it. Uh, anyway, this whole thing's one image, by the way. It's not like, uh, so you click any of this, you're on their site. I like that a lot. You know, some emails, they treat it as a whole landing page, which I get, but anyway. Not an email I like, marketing I like this. This page I like. I really like this page. Oh, Yeah. It really pushes you. Also, they shows all the benefits that yep. comes with this. Obviously, this one they almost are pushing you away uh, yep. from this, probably because it's a lower conversion rate one. Even though there's a little more personalization, yeah, um, they, their they, upsells they, and their add-ons do the job for personalization. Nice. Yep. Okay, let's look at some other emails. Let's look at their Father's Day email that they just recently sent out. If you scroll yeah. up a little bit, they, now they have they do this really well. It's within their persona. They're having fun. So there's Father's Day bundle. That's the first one they send. Also, if you look at here, Eric, you see we signed up May 25th, and we already have how many emails go up? Oh man, like 21 emails 20, in 21? like yeah, 21, 21 emails in like how many days? 20, 20 days? almost 21 days. Pretty much every day. If you yeah. look at the calendar. You even got two on this day. Yeah, um, it's 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 always tell brands like you got to keep emailing people like this company is doing everything that people look up to mm -hmm. and yeah, cause it makes sense. They're emailing everybody. They're, they're keeping in contact with them, doing bundles. They're doing controversial ads to keep people engaged. Oh yeah. So by the way, email, I mean, we talked about this before. It's like 20 to 25% of brands income sometimes. Yep. Or brand revenues. 
So, I mean, this, obviously you want to put a lot of effort into it. Um, some brands just, oh, I downloaded Klaviyo, uh, made a couple of flows and that's it. It almost warrants as much effort as uh, any other paid media channel. Yeah. Uh, can you consider the revenue, especially when they're playing the long game, like a subscription brand, you want retention to be up. Look, it has a uh, terrible dad jokes. They're almost priming you. You know, that's like a funny thing. Dad looking like a Sasquatch. This one looks oops, yeah. wrong person. Uh, that might actually be click, a click on that error. one. I want to see. Your sister has always been my favorite. Oh, God. It's so funny. This is like, they, they use a lot of funny, funny yeah. stuff here. Yeah, they use humor. That's pretty cool. But yeah, an engaged email list, um, a lot of brands, like I wouldn't be surprised if the ROAS on a lot of these uh, ads that we see is less than one even, or even less than like whatever a break even ROAS for them would be, but their customer lifetime value with their engaged email list, their subscription model, uh, that's so good that it's, uh, it offsets your paid media costs. So a lot of brands, they lose money up front on that first purchase, but this email game, this engagement that they have uh, long-term, that's what makes them money long-term. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I want to look at this email, the Father's Day shopping one. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, go back. See. I want to see the ready to try the Squatch one. Go back. Ready to try that one. Go there. So let's see what their copy was. And here's, okay, so they give like kind of like a, like an email, like a money back guarantee. They use a lot of images in their ads, in their emails. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried, um, now this is something we think, we, we're doing a lot is we're trying uh, some best landing pages. We're trying them in Canvas ads, instant experience ads. Yep. What about your best uh, email designs? Have similar iterations in Canvas ads. Yeah, that's a good, a that's a good idea. The product page. That's yeah, even like, um, yeah, email designed or just like um, put, converting the emails into landing pages. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about what an email is. It's, it is kind of a landing page in a way. You got the yeah. subhead, you got the headline, the subheader, the hero image, then you get this call to action button. In this case, the whole thing is one button in many cases. Um, but yeah, it goes into some details. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, they have a good emails. Finally, what we want to talk about. Oh, actually, we kind of skipped through this in the slide, but I want to show you how cool that slide looks, by the way. Yeah, email. Uh, but yeah, the volume, the consistency, the variety, the thoughtful subject lines, uh, the branding is all good. This kind of brings us to our next point, And we talked about this this whole time. Is their branding? A lot of brands, they're um, very picky about their branding. They kind of get in their own way for branding a lot of times. That's one of the biggest branding mistakes we see where Dr. Squatch, um, they're flexible. They're willing to take risks. They're fun. They love the risks. Cause you could, you like a lot of brands, like they look for the, they, they kind of shy away from these risks. You can tell Dr. Squatch is probably their whole mentality in every part of their marketing is let's find the risks. Let's find the controversy and just kind of back into our ad strategy from there. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean like with their name, Dr. Squatch, it's like they're, they're positioning themselves to be like this type of brand. So, Oh yeah. A Sasquatch uh, for a soap company. Yep. Well, no, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's funny. Um, well, okay, cool. is that everything? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, that's it for now. Yeah. yeah anyways, well, like I said, Dr. Squatch is a great brand. Like I said, their ad creatives, their website, their email, their quiz, their branding, everything is, is really good.
it just goes with like this controversial type of angle that makes their brand work for them. And it leads to great creatives, leads to great emails, it leads to great branding, but also just their general e-commerce experience and sort of e-commerce selling is great. They're doing quiz funnels, they're doing bundles, they're doing subscriptions, they're doing upsells, they're doing everything that you need to sort of having a great brand is great, but then they're also really tying that up with the e-commerce experience and making sure that they're, they're getting customers and sales. Yeah, absolutely. You can learn so much just about, by the way, any business model these, these apply to, you can learn so much uh, just from looking at their ads library, their website, their funnels, their email flows. Uh, you can learn so much. Yeah, perfect. Um, Eric, anything else? I think that was a great episode. I, I can't wait to get this one out. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're, if you have any questions or suggestions for brands you want us to look at in a similar way, email me at eric at voimedia.com. That's E-R-I-C at voimedia.com. It should be right here actually on the slide. Um, yeah. Shoot me an email. Perfect. That much. sounds good. Any other questions or comment, comments, email eric at voimedia or, you know, if you're listening to on iTunes, leave us a review or if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Uh, can't wait to sort of show you guys this um, brand audit. Thanks guys. Thank you. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.